Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972 Go Men's Tea or visit mensteaclinic.com. Here we go, hour four, GBAG Nation 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. We've been celebrating the Cowboys' victory, talking a lot in the world of sports. There's a Shohei Otani story that I think is is massive as he goes to the Dodgers, and hopefully we'll get to that here before the show is out. General at your service, Eddie's. There's Brian Broaddus, the former Cowboys scout, NFL executive, Emmy Award winner. And uh, you can catch his uh, Krusty's Corner every afternoon, 2.40. Today he looked at that tape. We're going to talk more about this game. Um, and And to me, like... What we've seen over the last month is historic, and we need to make sure everybody involved uh, up there knows what's going on. I'm hoping Jerry or Steven are on their way home right now. The truckwreck.com fan text is open at 877-881-1053. You gentlemen both have the back line if you would like to address this topic now. Lucius Alexander's in the Pimp Cup <laughs> at Master Control. You have Wolchuk and Chia Follow and college football Carter Freeman's coordinating your video, 105thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. Most important thing going is, you know, th- these are offensive uh, adjustments that we've been asking for from a long time. If you hear Mike McCarthy say it, it wasn't until the bye week where they were doing the self-scouting where you grow, go across the hall and somebody on the defense fixed it, right? Said, you guys are too easy to defend. This is what the best offenses do. Why aren't you guys doing that? And uh, I don't know if Mike was like, oh, geez, I hadn't thought about this or what his reaction was. But now the Cowboys are leading the league in motion. Uh, you know The horizontal spread, the stacks, the motions, the jet sweep action, the route combinations going downfield instead of running into a space and turning and facing the quarterback that was so prevalent under Garrett Linehan and Kellen Moore. All memories of that have been exhausted. We're throwing to the running back a lot. Tony Pollard in his last four games, 20 of 23. Yeah. We're throwing to the running back and doing it well. We're getting the ball to Kevontae Turpin and, and CeeDee Lamb's hands. For big plays that, you know, make the defense acknowledge when these guys come in motion, they might just end up with the ball and run for 10, 12, 20 yards. All this stuff serves to make the defense protect the entire field. Um, Now, if you've been listening to this show for a while, uh, we've been talking about this essentially since the Rams hit the ground running with it with uh, Todd Gurley and uh, Sean McVay and, you know, obviously Jared Goff at quarterback and... You know, that year, Jerry Jones came on the show and uh, Mike Bassick actually asked him, what makes you think your offensive scheme can hold a candle to what the Rams are doing right now? And Jerry guffawed and said, well, I don't know, maybe maybe you were interning that year, Owolchuk. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Maybe you remember that quite well. I but you remember that. Jerry said, um, well, that's why you're on the radio and we're in the NFL. You know, that was your response six years ago. Now, that would have been like acceptable because it was so new, right? And here we are now, years years later, the Cowboys have, have stumbled upon it, I guess you could say. Mike McCarthy, desperately, I'm about to get fired. I had this big plan for what we were going to do in the offseason, and it's blowing up in my face. I'm a terrible offensive mind when it comes to figuring out what the Cowboys... So I'm going to go across the hall and ask the defensive coordinators to do it. So, I don't know. Maybe it actually was, Mike, um, you know, being, uh, you know, uh, thinking about this first. But that's the public explanation we've gotten, you know. Maybe it's Brian Schottenheimer, but we have got no explanation there. If you don't want to say publicly who did it, at least know privately the person responsible for this cannot leave the building. We cannot hope that the Jones family throws another wild dart at a board and hit a drinking buddy that came over to spend the night, and that guy happens to know what time it is in the NFL. Not a lot of teams know what time it is. And it's crazy because the front offices aren't getting enough pressure from the owners because they're busy having a great time. So they're not like working hard enough to figure out what's dominating in the NFL. It's pretty much guys 
that kind of flowed accidentally off the Shanahan or McVay coaching tree. Um, they're doing some interesting things in Buffalo. Uh, and then, like, Schottenheimer, I, I, I guess, deserves some of the credit for this. I'm not exactly sure who, though. But w- once you have it in-house, you can't let that go. I think where Schottenheimer helped you is last year he had the – remember the Ben McAdoo role mm-hmm. where, yeah. where all of a sudden you're the coach that's kind of – they're trying to keep you busy and you're offensive, you're a coordinator. You're like scouting the other team's offense. But, yeah, Dan, Quinn, the yeah, Dan Quinn's got you scouting the, the opponent every week. And – I know there are defensive players there that were just super excited that when Schottenheimer was going to get the chance to be the offensive coordinator, uh, he was. they were like, oh, man, because what Schottenheimer had done was he was always going to the defensive players and telling them every, every, every day, hey, be ready for this. When you get in this formation, they're going to do this. So he was watching a lot of, of opponents' tape getting ready. And so he kind of had his farmhouse moment as you know, Mike McCarthy had uh, you know last year, watching opponents and, and breaking them down every week, and then maybe he came into the other. But I, I, I am totally bought in on the cross on the cross uh, hall coaching thing. I guarantee you there's somebody on defensive staff, and it might have been might have been uh, Dan Quinn. It's like you guys are so easy to cover right now. Yeah, there's not, you got all these weapons, and you're doing this. Yeah, I don't know what what offensive coaches are coming up with. I think they're probably like just resistant to it because they've done things a certain way and they don't want to believe it. And there's not enough teams leaning in the the analytics because if you were, you'd be like, guys, if we're not doing this, we're leaving a huge opportunity. Look at what Warren Sharp has come up with. And he's he's, you know, every year this huge report on, hey, if you have uh, stacks and bunches, if you have guys at motion, here's how much you're increasing in efficiency. And, you know, they're just not looking at it. They're out, they're not looking at the information. The NFL is supposed to be a copycat league. I think for the most part that's dead. I, I, I don't think they're working that hard. The teams that are doing copycat have a huge advantage. Yeah. Well, like we've seen that with the Lions I, and the 49ers yes. this year. I just know the guys I've with, and it was a long time ago, the, the Andy Reid's, the John Gruden's, the Sean Payton's, those guys, they stole every day. Yeah. They stole ideas from watching other and teams And that's how play. he can stay at the top of his game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, to me, it, it, there's nothing wrong with saying, man, this, these guys are doing it the right way. Yeah. Hey, let's, man, we can't run a screen to save our life. You know, yesterday they run a double screen where, I mean, I've never seen the Cowboys do this. It, it, it ended up not going for any yards. I mean, the, the play got incomplete. But both, you know, offensive linemen, they the right side went right, the left side went left. I mean, they tried to just affect the Eagles' defense by, like, making it dist- a distraction. Like, oh, wait, they're going to read this key. Now we're going to send them this way. But then they wow. throw the screen back to the other side. Yes. I've never seen the Cowboys do that That's in the screen awesome. package. Where all of a sudden you, you, you try deception. They ran an old they ran an old school uh, trap where they pulled guys and then trapped a guy, pulled another guy. I mean, there were they were some creative runs in that game where you're going – Okay, they're trying. Yeah, know, you know man. it might not. It, okay, it's a four yard gain, but you know what? They're trying. They're trying to do things that 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 like the good teams are doing. No, and and it's amazing, and they're pulling it off, and it's yeah. it's it's making things so much easier on everybody. Uh, you know, just a couple of plays. The run from from Turpin was awesome, and what that does every time he's running through now. The, the defense wants to stretch and go with him. That starts to open up the middle. Then you come back into the middle, and then you go wide. You know, it, it's like, how could you decide that in a 50-yard wide field, we want to restrict our runs and do this 10-yard space here right in the dang middle? It's just, it's counterintuitive, but that's how, like, dangerous groupthink is. Some horrible ideas that will go on for decades can be agreed to without any challenge. You know, MLB teams were effing up for over a century, not shifting more. The data came and they were like, wow, we got to shift. They force a rule change. That's essentially the massive opportunity that I do believe NFL teams are, are leaving out there. The Lamb red zone touchdown. No, that was Gallup. No, Lamb had one where he was wide open. Nobody within 20 yards. And then he was the pick player on the Gallup touchdown. Yes, yep. he was. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like Gallup yeah. was so open. He got to stop at the end of the line and hold his hands up like, are you going to throw it? Another thing we've been yeah. talking about. Can we get some rub routes? Can we get some pick plays, right? The go. motion, the yep. bunches. We're m- running multiple plays out of different personnel groupings. Uh, and, and you know what? It, depending on whose credit, who gets the credit, I still think Mike McCarthy does. 
Yeah. Because regardless, no, regardless of who it was, he's listening to somebody. Whether it was Dak, he's whether it was listening. CD, yeah. whether it was Zach Martin, whether it was Schottenheimer, Dan Quinn, he is the one that ultimately is going to make the decision. Yeah. And he has allowed people to come up to him and he's listened. And instead of being stubborn and saying, no, I'm stuck in my ways, go yeah. bleep yourself, which Jason Garrett did for a decade, yeah. he evolved and we, he's adapted. You know, I, I think guys think, well, we can't change this. We can't teach this. It would be too dangerous. And I think the boldness to make the move, the lack of ego to make the move is huge. And that's why I do think Mike McCarthy is perfect as in that, like that CEO role. And I, for, for him, I do believe he is the most likely guy in a high leadership position to recognize who's done this and not let that person out of the building or hopefully keep running with it next year. Um, but I'm a little bit nervous that it came from the defensive side and this might be the end of the run I, for Dan that, Quinn. That is my that is my my thought. That when because Mike makes a big deal about that cross the hall stuff. And and they obviously they were not very good. And I know people out there, they'll probably text me, tweet me, say, oh, no, they were all right on offense. You're just overselling it. You're over. You're overdoing it. They were not all right on offense. I, I didn't think so. No, not I, at all. They I, know I, they weren't. Not to what they and are and all right I now. Think there was frustration with those offensive players. And during the bye week, they went to Coach McCarthy and said, this ain't working. Yeah. And they've made corrections. They absolutely have. And, and they've become more of a dynamic offense. You could watch the, the tape and you could see the combination of routes and how they get guys open. They will. They will. They will. They they the, the 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 sack fumble. I said this earlier. The sack fumble. If Dak is able to throw that ball, it's a touchdown. And how do they do it? Two routes run to the middle, and then they take four Eagle defenders with them. Think about that. Hmm. And we've been that's all we've been asking for. Yeah. Hey, create ways to create space. Mm-hmm. Create routes. What yeah. do they do? They run routes that create space. That's what they've been doing since the, since the the uh, the the bye week. Yeah. Give them credit for that. No, give them credit for that. I, I thought, you know, while maybe Dak didn't uh, have the high completion percentage yesterday, some of the balls he did complete were absolutely exceptional, including that last big play of the night to Michael Gallup. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Where has that been? 39 yards. Hopefully that unlocks something here. He yeah. needs a strong finish, doesn't he? Man, if Michael Gallup, like, really returned to form and can look like he did last night, then then you really start to scare some people because what Lamb, Cooks, and Ferguson right now, that trio, is, I mean, seems to be enough. Uh, but when when you get what you got from Michael Gallup last night and some of it, so much of it plays off each other, when everybody's got to worry about Lamb, okay, now we got to worry about Cooks too. Oh, my gosh, this Ferguson guy. Well, here's a little opportunity for Michael Gallup. There you go. Yeah, yeah this but offense I, is loaded right now. I will say this about Michael Gallup. He has stayed engaged throughout. He, he could probably pout, pout and be pissed off and all that. But every time they've asked him to block or be a point of attack player in in the running game thing, he's come up great. Yeah, yeah, and and it speaks to the guy that he is, and we've known that about him. That's why yeah. it's been a bummer when his play has sort of gotten away from him there, yeah. and we know it all goes back to that injury out of his control. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is one of the nicest, sweetest dudes in that locker room. So you you pull for him for sure. And when he has a night like last night, you're like, okay. Awesome. Happy for you Absolutely. and happy for this offense because the more layers you have as you get into the playoffs, the better. Right on, guys. Uh, the Expressway coming up next right here. The G-Bag Nation on your home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What do you say we go commercial free to the top of the hour? 
Sounds pretty nice, huh? Welcome to the Expressway, ladies and gentlemen, here in the G-Bag Nation. It's brought to you by the greatness of QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, Emmett Smith, RJ Choppy, non-surgical regeneration treatment care. They are fantastic, and uh, we'll get you to L.A. Live as quickly as possible here on a Monday. Cowboy Victory Monday here in the G-Bag Nation. You know, I really, we're, we're talking about this Cowboys offense, and I felt like the first drive of the game really encapsulated what we're talking about with the changes in this Cowboy offense and just how much we're loving the approach and the design and what it is doing to stress out these defenses. It has been a true joy to watch. And, I mean, they come out, first play of the game, shotgun, play action pass with snap motion on the first play. You got motion at the snap. Like, you're hitting you're hitting all the right notes. You're coming out, you're not, you're not running the ball on first and ten where you're basically asking to start the game in a second and eight Second and nine. No, you're coming out. You're going play action pass with motion at the snap on the first play. There's a little success. Successful screen to Pollard. Thought it might have been a first down there as he's lined up at a, close. At, as, a, as a wide receiver. Uh, very, very close. But it's okay because on third and short, we're going to empty this bad boy. We're going to spread out this eagle defense. There's Cavante Turpin in a jet motion reverse. And shout out to, you talk about Michael Gallup and the blocking. On that, on that first reverse, there from Turpin for the huge gain off the right side. You're getting outstanding blocks from Michael Gallup, Jalen Tolbert, and and Tony Pollard. Yeah, they all Tony three Pollard sealed that edge on the side. Yeah, that he's the was, far wide receiver was, on that side. For it to go for a chunk play, that was Pollard ten yards downfield clearing the way. It was fantastic. Great crackback style blocking from guys like Michael Gallup, but that was beautiful. I mean, everybody everybody working together to spring Turpin, boom, offense, rocking and rolling just they to almost, start this thing off. They almost fumbled the ball at the mesh point, though. It was oh, cra- did they? It was crazy. Yeah, it was kind of a – it was a Dak turn, and it was a – he was, they, were, they were really struggling with it. Like, he hands it to him, and then you see Turpin's kind of trying to corral it, and then he finally gets it corralled, and he's taken off. But, yeah, there was a – it was a little little a tense moment at the mesh point there. Well, uh, certainly worked out. Getting Turpin involved early yeah. and often with that speed. And, again, you, you, you come out of the gates where, all right, we're going we're gonna to be throwing the ball. We'll hit him with some play action. We're going to diversify our personnel groupings immediately. Maybe we're going to be an empty. Maybe we're not. Maybe we'll have a running back in that situation, or maybe not. We can just have some tight ends and the rest of our receivers and the speed demon Turpin. So they're moving the sticks beautiful. Now all of a sudden, you've thrown to set up the run a little bit instead of the old adage of run to set up the pass. No, now all of a sudden, you've softened up that front, and here goes Pollard breaking a tackle. Nice chunk gain, first down. Dowdle getting some physical runs in there, chunk plays. Uh, and then uh, and then you hit the TD to Lamb. And that's an example of Dak saying, okay, I'm not going to be married to being in the pocket here. I know that I can – I can do some scramble drill stuff, and I know I'm going to be on the same page as my best wide receiver, C.D. Lamb. Boom, he springs wide open, runs it in for a touchdown. First drive is just hitting all of the right notes. That's your script. This is, hey, this is how we want to approach it. But before we know any variables about the game, this is ideally how we'd like to approach it. Boom, you snap your fingers, you're in the end zone. Offensive line. Yeah, the offensive line, and I'll tell you what, you know, I was glad the officials picked up the flag because – you know, initially on that play, Tyron Smith has got his hands on the outside of the framework of sweat. And, you know, and it's but he resets them so quick. So it really doesn't affect the play. Like his hands are bad, and then he realizes that, uh oh, wait, I've got it, you know, ball could be coming my way. And you see him reset his hands. So the official initially thinks, Oh, it's holding, but then Smith, the 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 veteran savvy that he has. He's able to reset, and then that way, that way they pick up the flag. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that could have been that could have been a bad, it could have been a bad call, but the, the officials got it right because of how fast that Tyron Smith was able to, to reestablish his hands inside on sweat instead of being on the outside outside the framework of that body. But dominating at the line of scrimmage yeah. and and what they were able to do. I mean, I talked about Tyler Smith earlier and Zach Martin, uh, but Terrence Steele as well. You know, we that was the big matchup that I circled. He got absolutely obliterated by Hassan Reddick. Yeah. Credit the offense. They certainly gave him some help and support with their alignment, as you talked about leading yeah. up to it. But the down blocks, I mean, getting the running game going was the offensive lineman getting push and winning in the trenches. And they really bullied the Eagles. And there's been times where we've seen the reverse, 
of the Cowboys getting bullied, but their offensive line certainly came to play yesterday. Any other player shout-outs we need to know? I mean, I think Deron Bland, everybody's showing the love to Stephon Gilmore uh, because he came up huge in some big moments. But I feel like Deron Bland tackled his rear end out off last night. Yeah. Like the physicality was there. And he did a nice job sort of shutting down Devontae Smith, which is uh, yeah, he did. which is quite the challenge. So I thought Bland I, and then Marquise Bell for me, two guys that really I, stood out. You know what? I, I have to be fair here because I've been very critical of, of Hooker. And and he he had a he had a play in this game uh, that was that that showed me it's like okay I you know I, I see it I'm glad you saw it and and it was the one where where Bland gets beaten off the line by Smith in route I mean he's gonna it's almost like he's running almost like a corner route and there's separation there I mean you could see it and Hertz puts the ball right on Smith uh, you know moving to his left so there's pressure from Lawrence on the play. Hooker's aware of what's happening, and he's able to react to Smith just in time. I mean, you see him like Bland's beat. Smith's got the ball. He's going away, and Hooker comes and kind of rips the ball out of his hands before he could able to secure it, and then it turns into an incompletion. I think the safeties overall played really well in this game for the Dallas Cowboys, and they needed these guys to play they well. Did. But I wanted to be fair to Hooker because I know I've been critical of his play, but last night – uh, he had a couple of good plays for you right there, and, and that one on Smith to be able to knock the ball out of his hands, it saved uh, it saved a, a, a big play from the Eagles. Yeah, more so than any other defense, maybe in all of football, the Cowboys need their safeties to play well. They depend right. so much yeah. on it. Like that is that has been sort of the DNA of the Dan Quinn defense since he's been here. Is you got three safeties on the field at a time with some versatility. Play a lot of dime. That's that, you know, they're, I mean, they're one of them is playing linebacker for yeah, you. That's, Bell. that's exactly where it is. Yep. Yeah, man. Marquise Bell uh, had a fantastic game. Uh, you have the, uh, let's see here, the two one four. obviously showing love to, to Brandon Aubrey played on his own. So the player of the is, game yesterday. I mean, he's now to the point of he's a weapon. When you start talking about why you're, you're more optimistic about this version of the Cowboys moving forward for me, so much of it is about the identity of the offense and the way they're attacking things. But, man, you know when it comes to playoff time and the winning winning within the margins here and everything usually comes down to to one possession. Having a guy that you know is good from freaking yeah, 60, man. and I think he would have been good for 70 on a couple of those last night, That is a that's a legitimate weapon you have on wow. your squad right now. He's an animal. His damn kickoff, he nails the post. A couple times. A couple I mean, times. I like to think he, he called might, it, too, like a bank shot. Yeah, he yeah. might end up setting a record for most touchbacks in a season. Yeah. So you're looking at, you know, not just an outstanding rookie, but an all-pro caliber kicker right now. Speaking of touchbacks, I felt like early in the game, the very first kickoff return, Turpin's 10 yards deep and bringing that thing out. Dude, yeah. I think that, I think that it that was a was, good return, too. You no, know, it did. It got him out to the 25, so it was basically a 35-yard return. But I, I like what he thought about there. Like, okay, you know, they, they were going to take a shot. They were going to say, "Listen, the first time we played you guys, you didn't cover kicks very well," mm-hmm. and and he he was trying to make something happen on that. Usually, when you do that, the ball ends up on the thirteen yard line and everybody's mad. But in that case, he he found it. He found a, a pretty good crease there. Uh, just couldn't get it up further up the field. But I love the aggressiveness from him in that case. Is he making those kicks in Buffalo? We'll certainly find out. Uh, that'll be that'll be a test if there's some elements there, but. Uh, I think we've seen over uh, all the the, the, one thing the entire guy, sample of the season. This dude Aubrey knows what he's doing. The one thing this guy has the ability to do is drive the football. Absolutely, I mean, with, with the way he kicks the ball. I mean, and you know, we there's not a lot of violence to his uh, if it's hooking or you know, it, it like we've seen. Remember back in the day, you know, you, you we've seen these, uh, these these some of these kickers here. They just kick the ball outside and it stays outside, or they have to try and draw it and all that. He's pretty much down the middle. Uh, a lot of these yes, times. Yes, they're, they're like, yeah, there's no these, doubters. Yeah, there, there's been a couple of leaners that you had to kind of deal with, but for the most part, this guy's putting it right down the middle between the pipes. It's so, fantastic. So we'll see about the, like I say, there are some elements. You got some outside games. Yeah. You got some outside games coming up. Buffalo, Miami shouldn't be a problem. Washington, the, end of the season. Washington, end of the season. But yeah, and the playoffs are probably going to have to, they're probably to play outside too. A couple of these games. So nah, we're going for that one seed, Broadus. We're going to be all right. I hope you're right about that. In the comfy confines of AT&T Stadium all the way to that Super Bowl. It's going to be sweet, sweet. My favorite uh, stat of the day from the game yesterday came from our guy Mike Leslie. Total yards uh, of Brandon Aubrey made field goals last night was 164. <laughs> 164 yards worth <laughs> of field yards. goal last night. Well, Brandon Aubrey, uh, 15 points. And, of course, we know what the Eagles had. 
13. Mm. So Brandon Aubrey outscoring them by himself. And they really should have had six uh, if it wasn't for for the the offense giving them a touchdown. But the best part of that stat of the day, Brandon Aubrey, 164 yards have made field goals. The best Mm. part of that is the total passing yards of Jalen Hurts last night was 135. (laughs) See, I was when when Mike lined up for that 60-yard field goal right off the jump, I'm thinking, please don't give them the ball right there. Yeah, they would have gotten it midfield. I mean, I I was nervous about it. I was just not very – I was not feeling very good about that. But you know what, though? When he tried the 59, I I didn't even think about it. No, after he made the 60, I just kind of how easy it looked. We're gonna he's gonna make this. Trot him out there anytime, coach. No problem. Um, now when it, uh, when it comes to this Cowboy offense and the way Dak is playing, I love the way Ben Solak put it in his ringer article today. Uh, Prescott's explosive play rate is just insane. One out of every nine dropbacks right now are going for 20 or more yards. Like the explosiveness to, to this passing attack in this offense is ridiculous. The, the explosive play rate for Dak risen to career best levels. His interception rate has declined back to career average levels and lower. Dak mm-hmm. is on pace for his lowest single-season interception percentage of the past five years. So he's sort of having his cake when it comes to the explosive plays, but but he's getting to eat it as well because there he's there's no... Like he's sort of hacking the system because he's getting all the reward of pushing the ball down the field, but he's not get, having the cost of well, th- that's going to turn into some some turnovers. The more aggressive you are pushing yeah. the ball down the field, it's going to end up in interceptions. But right now, it's not. It's just huge plays and then very little in the way of uh, turnovers. Because well, he's being very smart. I mean, I know Gavin mentioned the throws to the running back. But he's going through his progressions, and then, all right, I'm going to check it down to Tony Pollard, mm. and I'm going to take my five. I'm going to take my eight, you know, whatever TP can get. So he's not necessarily, I'm just going to force it for the sake of pushing the ball down the field. When it's there, he's taking it, and he's making some really difficult throws, but he's been super smart with it, and when he wants to, he's checking it down to Tony Pollard or Rico Dowdle as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, guys are being set up for success right now, and so the, the the weapons look nice, and I'm just really excited about where this team is headed, uh, particularly offensively. And again, I think you loop you loop Brandon Aubrey into that conversation with the fact that he is a yeah. he's a bona fide legitimate weapon now, and I, I'm I'm fired up for this next stretch. Going on the road, I think is is another opportunity for the team to level up. You know, there's questions there. Hey, they're just sort of immaculate at home for the most part. Uh, 15 now consecutive you, victories you at at and yeah. Stadium. But going on the road, beating a quality team, that's really one of the last questions you have other than the big question of can you beat the Niners anywhere. Right. Yeah. The, you do not, if you're an opponent, you do not want to play in Dallas right now. No. Not, not, yeah. not against this offense. And a defense that can turn you over and, and create pressure as well. And that'll be the key this week against Buffalo because I think Buffalo is an interesting matchup. Uh, I don't think it necessarily favors the Cowboys, but the one thing we know is – Josh Allen will turn it over, and the Cowboys have been very opportunistic at forcing turnovers. That could be the storyline of the game coming up this week. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what the the prop is for Josh Allen turnovers on Sunday. Yeah, because you're going up against the most opportunistic defense in all of football, not just this year, but in the last really, three years since Dan in here. Exactly. Yeah. So when you factor that in with Josh Allen, who even when he's winning football games, he's he's throwing to a, a Chiefs defender, and you're wondering. What what were you seeing there, Josh? Like I, I I would imagine the turnovers prop. What do you think it is for Sunday for Josh Allen? Is it two and a half? I was kind of thinking two, but yeah, I mean it'll probably be a half. They like to put the half in there. So like one, one and, and a half, half for sure to uh, me. I just wonder will they uh, will they up will, it to will two they go and a half? over the one and a half? I got to look at their. I mean I'm going to sit there and watch their tape tomorrow, but I'm interested to see the games I've seen on television. It it it, it appears that. He tries to do too much. Yeah, times. I mean, he's an alien because there's plays that he makes. I mean, that one on the sideline yesterday oh, against Kansas is, City. Unbelievable. It's like nobody else can do that. Yeah. He's then phenomenal. He, but then he's doing some plays, and because you're right, he's trying to be a superhero. He does way too much. In win time. the Super Bowl on yeah. every play, and it's yeah. like, what the hell are you doing here, Josh? Well, the problem is when when you're when you're a human being and you show yourself that you do have superhero qualities, and at times when you channel that superhero in you, it's channeling you, it results in great superhero yes. production. You go for that. You go back to that well, and sometimes that well dries up on you. Man. Uh, I got a football question for Broadus here, courtesy of the truckwreck.com fan text here in just a second, but the fast start Cowboys are the, are the real deal as well. Have scored 17-plus first-half points in seven straight games. Only four other teams in NFL history have accomplished that. You're talking about the 2007 undefeated Patriots. And then you got to go all the way into the 60s for the Giants in 63, the Oilers in 61, the Niners in 1948. 
So, I mean, historic offenses like getting off to the races. Boom. Here we go. We're not messing around, not playing with our food. We're going to score some points early and often. That's what the Cowboys are about right now. A lot of people asking about Mozzie Smith. I noticed him one time from the press box last night. Felt like he made a nice play on the interior, shutting down a run. Otherwise, I have no idea how he played last night. He did watch three straight snaps and he was laid off the ball. Yeah, that's the biggest problem. He's consistent. That's Mozzie Smith. When Mozzie Smith is able to. Uh, when, when he's able to look at the ball and then get off on the ball with everybody else, Mozzie Smith is 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 just fine. Yeah. When Mozzie Smith's late, he's going to get scooped. He's going to get hooked. He's going to get reached. He's going to get blocked one on one, and it, it just takes him. It's too it's too hard for him. He can't play at a disadvantage of not getting off the ball because he's not. I mean, there, there's some quickness to his game. But he he needs that explosiveness though to get into the guy and and that's when he when he's late the guy's already set just kind of waiting for him right mm-hmm. there and uh, I, I that's that's the biggest issues that he has and and every time he could play he could have he could have twelve snaps and eight of them are really good and then there's four where you're just kind of like going got to get off the ball if he get off the ball all twelve snaps he could be a hard guy to deal with no doubt and it, it's interesting Todd Archer pointing out. You know, with Jonathan Hankins being hurt, yes, you're going to need more uh, from Mozzie, but Carl Davis, Carl Davis is, is the, the, guy, the yeah. veteran defensive tackle they've yeah. got on the practice squad. He's 6'5", 335 pounds. Yeah. You expect him to be elevated because last night we were getting asked, all right, what do you do? Is it Ndamukong Sue? Cowboys, for whatever reason, have never seemed to be interested in Ndamukong Sue. No. The one name that was available, uh, Akeem Maybe Hicks. Maybe because he stomped a... Uh, Gerard in the in the head one time. Yeah. Oh, no, that, that was, was Albert Hainsworth. Hainsworth. Oh, it's Hainsworth. But Sue did it to Sue. a Packer. Sue did. Sue. Yeah, that's on true. Thanksgiving. That's, that's right. That's a right. couple yeah. different times. I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking these defensive tackles that stomp. Sue's a stomper. Yeah. He's a yeah, yeah a yeah. ball stopper. Yeah. yeah. He can stomp the yard with the best of them. Yeah. Sure can. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Albert Hainsworth. That was a Tennessee. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That was a Tennessee. That was that was brutal. Uh, I saw over the weekend a couple of awesome things. Uh, one, San Diego State played a game at home in Brookings, uh, or excuse me, South Dakota State. Brookings, South Dakota hosted uh, Villanova. It was so cold that the players were packing themselves into quote-unquote hot boxes to stay warm in between drives. I've never seen this before. Like they had like mini trailers that yeah. I imagine were just filled with with heaters. These guys all have their parkas on, and as soon as the defense gets the three and out, they run right to the parka, and then they all run and just <laughs> gather like sardines into this this, this like heater? manufactured heater hot box situation. Pretty cool. Pretty awesome. Never seen it before. Uh, but I, I identify with those guys. I was freezing last night and brought to save my life with the greatest cowboy Jeez. parka. I mean, that's a sideline jacket right there. Yeah, that thing got, was built for the tundra. Those, you let me know. I tell you what, I felt that so, is a badass jacket. I looked over MVP of my weekend was Brian Broaddus because of that. Thank you, sir. I, I was looked, cutting glass out there. I looked over <laughs> to Eric and he was just chattering. I mean, he was mm. just shaking. So, and I'm like, man, I I gotta help him here. He's he's running this show. I mean, I could be cold. The the guy hosting the show can't be cold. You know, because you got to do all those reads and things like that. And I'm like, those okay. reads, me so, tying. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they can. <laughs> Woo! They absolutely can. But, but I was a, glad to help you out, man. No, Jack you, Black you one. truly saved me, man. You absolutely saved me. Thank so you, thank man. you for that. Friends no are four. All right. The expressway continues commercial free to the top of the hour. Two guys, one booth, a little hodgepodge. The six o'clock hour is going to be spectacular. But right now, we go into the Pip right. Cup for a right. Victory Monday edition all right. of LA Live. All right. Yes. Cowboys Victory Monday. Yeah. Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! Well, all right, you squares. Oh, yeah. Fire up this funk and let's have a show. It'll make you dance with some of everything. Everybody in the house. Yeah! Ow! 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 They busting out! They beat the Eagles. They busting out. That's some serious funk right now. (laughs) Bubba Dub. Bubba Dub representing DFW. Talk to him, Bubba. Eagles. Trash. What I tell you, Keyshawn Johnson, bring me my food. Papa Dog. Big Fish. Gumbo. And don't forget the sweet tea. I need it. Killing y'all. Killing y'all. I told y'all. Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. Y'all didn't believe, but I believe. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. My dad, yeah, dad, yeah, MVP. Yeah. I don't want to hurt nothing about Jalen Hurt. No more. The bird, 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 boom, dead. 
Thank you, Bubba Dub, all the way from New York right now. Still on top of them uh, Cowboys and Eagles Cowboys. and everything. Uh, very awesome game last night. Mm. Very awesome game. This right here was super crazy to me. Here we go. Aubrey nearing the end of the first quarter from 60 on the left hash. Long kick. Plenty of lag. What a great call by Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Just as everyone said he should do. Yeah. He sends in Aubrey for a 60-yard field goal, and Dallas leads 10-0. I said he's about to do what? I know. They line it up for know, what? 60? <laughs> what? <laughs> Brian and I are looking at each other like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm like, and, and, I said, oh, thank God we're not coaches. I tell you what, we determined on the way down the elevator down to the field that we're not going to ever admit all the things that we say no, no, no to. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, we, we can't talk about that. Nah, right that's right how you do when you're like a coach for J.R. Smith. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. All right. Oh, great, all right, great, great, good great shot. Good shot. I knew it. Good shot. Good shot. Yeah, that was amazing. I was sitting there with my hands on my hips watching the TV like, there's no way they're going to do no this. Way. You're ready to point your index <laughs> finger at Mike. <laughs> what are you doing, What the Mike? hell are you doing, Mike? What the hell's going on what in here, man? What were you doing? You were getting some, like, you're helping a mac and cheese. It was plate three of the uh, ribeye. Yeah, that was my the all meat rib. plates, yeah. You start all meat, and then you start venturing into the other waters. Okay. From my experience. Okay. Hey, man. Live your life, bro. <laughs> I hope Des Bryant got his 10K from Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Remember that bet? Yeah. Oh, Boy, yeah. I hope you ran that money. Is that a Venmo transaction, you yeah, think? I'll, a little I'll, Zelle, maybe? Is that a cold, be, hard key? You, you might have to call the bank and get some transfers going <laughs> yeah, over yeah, with that type lot. of money because, you know, the government going to tax you, send it over 10000 on the Venmo. They're going to tax you. Maybe deferred payments. Yeah. Tiny style. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I can get you week by week, dog. Uh, hey, coach. Sing to him, coach. I'm still them boys, them boys, them boys, them boys. Coach Al Harris singing to y'all. Sing it. I'm still them boys. Hey. Now y'all don't want to call and check on the pastor. I'm still them boys. Yeah, I'm still them boys. So I hear a lot of cowboy fans like to send this to their eagle friends on a voicemail. <laughs> yes. That's what I've been told. I'd like to send that Al Harris audio over there, too. <laughs> I like the idea of calling in to one of those rabid Philly radio stations and just playing that as your phone call. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Who's screaming those calls? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you don't like Al Harris' song, you can always just do the Dallas Boogie. Hey. Y'all seen this video, right? Yeah. yeah. A little skinny dude up there yeah. and all the Cowboys gear. Just, he just, hey. Oh, this is the one? Just, yeah, just getting that it, was going. That was recirculating yeah. last night. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's our Cowboys victory stuff. I see Cowboys as a fan base. We like to do a certain things yeah. for victories, and that's definitely one of them right there. And Al Harris singing is another one. <laughs> uh, I always hear this Dak song, though, after the games now. We can take it to the next spot. They yelling like Prescott. Everybody like. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> My man. I knew he was going to need a throat lozenger after the games oh, for sure. Man. Maybe for some, sure. some Robitussin or something. Here we go. Uh, I take some stuff called throat coat. Huh? It's a T. Yeah. It's called throat coat. Pause. Pause. Yeah. No, I, I've tried you that before the throat as well, code. and it does work. Yeah. Well, you know, Nancy Reagan is a throat goat. Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. She's a throat goat. I don't no, want to step on her shine. She worked to get that one right there. And did you hear Cowboys fans? Uh, you're feeling so good right now on this yeah. Cowboys victory Monday. You were feeling good last night when you beat the Eagles, as you should. I heard this throughout the stadium. <laughs> Walchuk was doing that in the press box. Yeah, it was. They had to make an announcement. Sit down. Now, now cheering. We can't uh, be cheering. Uh, now stop cheering. the Eagles suck chance. Man with the sausage fingers <laughs> to the far right. Please stop cheering. Look <laughs> at the bird up in there. Uh, let's see here. Hey, I thought about something. You grow so much hair, Wooly Bully. You could help out broadest, bro. You want some? You know, like transplant type of transplant. Yeah. All that back hair and chest hair that man grow. We look at that broadest like, yo, it's a money tree right there, bro. I got a good 30 years worth of hair out of this man if I pay attention. Bro broadest looks at the backside of Wolchuk yeah. with envy. Yeah. 
I thought about that on Saturday. Oh, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> it's just people helping people, bro. I'm just looking out for you, man. Hey, you give me your coat when I'm cold. Yeah. Uh, Broadus gives you, uh, or Walchuk gives you his. I don't, I don't think his back hair is around anymore, right? Didn't it all go away? Oh, it's, it's like grew making back a comeback. Quick, buddy. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, it's going to grow back fast. Oh, but yeah. didn't it like all bumpy and stuff like that? I did have an issue back there with, uh, yeah. You still seeing that dermatologist? Yeah. In fact, I had to cancel an appointment. She waxed your back. supposed to do it on Thursday. Uh, <laughs> did you see that Cowboys fan trolling the Eagles as they were like going to the locker room? No. no. Yeah. Play a little bit of this guy. Oh, I didn't hear the audio. This man was in his bag, bro. <laughs> he was feeling so good. He's been waiting so long for this. We finally got y'all ass. We finally got y'all mother <laughs> Yes, sir. Yeah, hurts. I know you hurt. <laughs> I know you hurt. Yeah, get your ass on back there, big boy. Yeah, I've been waiting to do this for a long time. Fix your face, boy. Fix your face. Fix your face, Smith. Don't be having a sad face. Look at it. What you signing autographs for? You lost. You lost. You lost. They don't want your dirty ass gloves. They don't want them sweat ass gloves. They don't want them sweat ass gloves. Hurt ass in there. Talking to them for family. <laughs> hey, that lady. Hold on. What'd she say? Take y'all ass, <laughs> ass home. I love that. Oh, that's hilarious, man. Cowboys victory Monday. I'm so glad that they beat those oh, Eagles because I like to see too. Eagles fans yeah. just go through it, bro. It feels so good. Definitely. It feels so good. And Cowboys ain't even like my number one squad or nothing, but it's good for business, bro. It is real good for and business. And I really don't like the Eagles. Yeah. I really don't like them. Uh, G-Pack of the day. We do it every day on the Fan at 2.30. If you see anything floating out there on social media, don't be afraid to hit me up. Drop it to me on my DMs. Uh, Lucius Alexander, at Lucky Lucius P on social media. Or you just go to Twitter. You can follow every last one of us if you find G-Bag Nation. You can follow every last one of us. Our winner right here uh, is a buddy, a man, a guy, standing on business. I guess he got a, a phone call of some sorts for somebody that wanted to fight him. So he showed up to what he thought was the right apartment to do the fighting. He had it wrong. On my door oh, like man, that. that's a good knock. It was, right? Where did they get off their phone, bro? Uh-oh. What? Where did they just got off their phone? What phone? What are you talking about? Bro, stop playing me stupid, bro. Where did they just got off their phone, bro? He just told me pull up. So where the f*** he at? I'm right here. So where he at? What you talking about? I'm right here at your mama house. At Where wrong, he at? at your mama house. You at the wrong. Where? You at the wrong door. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, man. All right. All right. <laughs> my All right. man, my man flipped the switch. So. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, super polite though. Where he at? Where he at? He called me. Where he at? Is it in Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. Hey, check this out. This is something I'll peep this weekend that it always crawls onto my skin. Uh, we have a new Mega Ball winner. Oh. Two Mega Ball winners, actually. Wow. Two tickets were purchased at a Chevron gas station. They hit $395 million this weekend. There's new millionaires out here this weekend. Can you so imagine on that. So it's a split, right? Is that a split pot there? Yeah. Three ninety-five. We split uh, that. Yeah, you're splitting it. It's a uh, one hundred and ninety-seven point five million dollars. They'll walk away with both of them. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Rare coincidence, right here. After it was announced on Friday's drawing, rare because it's two tickets went at the same time. And they were sold from the same place. Okay. Oh, we, wow. There's got to be some sketchiness here. Yeah, it's a and here's another thing that always sticks to me. What do you think it was? What state do you think this happened in? Florida. California. Really good guess. California? That second one. Okay. California again! Yeah. Yeah. If yeah, you look it up and see how many people from California won the lottery, there's something going on. Yeah. It doesn't make any darn sense. They need to shake it up a little bit more or something. Somebody need to shuffle the deck a little better. Yeah, let's hit the Chevron right next to the station right here so we can get one. What are we doing, bro? Somebody needs to look at this. Because that right there is a telltale sign. Two people, same place, one. Come on, bro. State needs some money. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that might You're up to some bell They need a tax money. That might, that might mean, yeah. Uh, hey, did you guys know uh, the phrase, hold your horses? Yes. Yeah. People say this because you're being unstable. Right. Oh. Oh. Well done. You're, you're in your bag today, man. Oh. The foot entendres. Yeah. And now I, we got that. I had to get them joints out fast. Joints. Yeah. <laughs> joints, yeah. <laughs> Watch out. Don't step on me now. Don't step on me. Uh, let's see what else we got right here. Did you guys put your Christmas trees up yet? I have. I know, Wolcho, you probably don't mess around with that game. Honestly, I've, I've considered it. So they look nice, but we got the we got the menorah up. We're lighting it every night. Yeah, okay, there we go. There you go. You got yeah, your you got your festives yeah. going. You got you, Eric. You up, got your joint up in the apartment. You got the menorah. No, the house. Oh, I, okay, very nice. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. We're in the house. Gosh, now. dang it, dude. You're dude, in the house. Nice. Now. Wait, no, Gosh, dang it. it. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, hey, he's been like. It's I, mean, like I was adulting weeks. this weekend. I put together the fire pit, some patio furniture. Nice, crazy. Did you get the smokeless one like old Snoopy Snoop? No, not at all. It's it's very smoky. Yeah, we we got the tree up. We got the tree up. So. It's fantastic, bro. It's we do time. too. Is it real? Is it fake? Is fake. It? It's fake. Mine's Never done Ryan's looks pretty good in the apartment. Yeah, I tell you what, I, I've got to the point now where I might not take it down. I might just leave just it leave up, it up the all whole year. <laughs> I've got it decorated so well. I'm with that. I'm with all the Christmas lights stayed up all year and everything, bro. I, that's a good Especially feeling. if you outline the crib with like the white lights or the blue lights, I, and it's just like, oh my, you can keep that. I, I do not sharp. think. I do not think I can. I'll post a picture of it. I don't think I can make it look any better than it is. Wow. And if I Got take it down, yeah, really if I talking. take it, if I take it down, I'm afraid I can't get it to look like that again. Yeah, you're probably right. Nothing like the first. He's time. talking. He's said my chef kiss yeah. <laughs> to my tree. I put it up myself. I did put it up myself. <laughs> uh, we have a DFW woman right here. She found a, a possum in her Christmas tree. No. Yeah, she's a real tree. It, it, it was actually a fake tree. No, oh. it was. It was a fake tree. No, the possum whole in possum in there. A 29 year old woman finds a possum chilling in her Christmas tree after hearing it sneeze right over her shoulder. She heard a. What? She heard a. The hell is that? Perk up. She looked over, seen that possum. Possum looked cute. She posted a photo of it and everything. Uh, I'll give you a little clip of her video. I am literally freaking out right now. I have no idea how this possum got in my house and up into my tree. Fireplace. And I'm trying to get him out, but it will not let me. And I just don't know what to do. I don't know how I got in here. I don't leave my doors open. Somebody help. Somebody help. Yeah. <laughs> Is she uh, cute? <laughs> she sounds hot. She's an animal mom. Oh, is she? Yeah, she owns three rescue dogs. No, oh, no. A I'm cat. Su- I'm surprised those dogs are not going nuts. Bro, my dogs. Bro, oh, my oh, gosh. That, that tree would be uh, tore my, up. My tree is t- tore up right now. There's no uh, little ornaments on the bottom oh, of the it. They're bottom, all at the top the, right now because she's slowly yeah. destroyed each one of yeah. them. Oh, man. And I'm talking about the rescue dog. My pit bull is such a beauty. She's so nice. That rescue dog, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See why somebody let you go. Yeah, she's got a cat and two pythons and a bearded dragon in this crib. And then she found that opossum in her tree. She said it smelled very, very bad. I didn't know opossums stank like that. Mm. I don't like their little butt naked tails. Mm-mm. Not a fan of that. <laughs> the their little beady eyes and their little teeth like stick Shanahan. out in the front. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Shanahan? Yeah. I, oh, I have. Oh, we he, know about he Mike. Like, he looks like a possum. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Awful, man. <laughs> but it might be true. Uh, I got the SantaCon. I guess I'll get to SantaCon tomorrow. Got some gift ideas. Uh, I don't know if I want to do that. How about this? How about this? Yeah, yes. a lot of work going yeah. on there. Yeah, how about this? <laughs> Cowboys fan right here, tell me if this is a good idea or is she just being hella petty? Listen, it is a good thing. I have a ton of PTO saved up at work because I have decided that when the Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year, I'm going to take two weeks off of work and I'm going to spend that time calling each and every single person who for the past 27 years has talked sideways about my Cowboys and come at me about them boys and doubted us as being America's team and doubted us as them boys. And I'm going to call just to make sure they know, hey, Hey, we won. Hey, did you see the Super Bowl? Yeah. Hey, you know who the champions are? <laughs> she being petty as a, well, she standing on business or what? She standing on business. I mean, I'm always going to lean with the Cowboy fan. Yeah. That's to say. Yeah. Uh, Wolchuk, uh, Wolchuk might be into that. That's that's Wolchuk's kind of girl right there. A little pettiness. I'm yeah. not standing up. 
Yeah, a little penis brings a season, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of takes gamey with that pettiness. Like that. Now. And 27 years of built-up pettiness? Yeah. That's about to get historical. Yeah. Very petty. Yeah, I feel you. And it will be. Everything out here is going to go crazy if the Cowboys do go that far. I'm talking about anything that's got that blue and silver on it is gold. You thought the Rangers parade was big? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be crazy. People oh, from yeah. China, people from Italy going to be out here. Go Cowboys. And you were talking about, we were talking about Christmas trees, and yep. you said something about lighting up a fireplace or whatever. Yeah. Man, I tried to do that last night. There was a wasp nest in my thing. No. Straight wasp nest. Yeah. In your fireplace? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a bad I, place for them to be. So did no. you light it and then you found out? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I no. lit them up. Oh, I lit them up. All right, y'all. I'm pulling out. That's my time. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. I'll be here tomorrow on Toxic Tuesday. I got a whole lot of toxic stuff for you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. All right, I'm going to it gets better as the week goes. We got Toxic Tuesday. We got Butt Naked Wednesday. Man, I'm looking forward to it. LA Live every day at 540 here in the G-Bag Nation. It is a victory Monday, and we like to relive it in the best way possible. The best sounds from a nine-hour Cowboys game day. It's time for two guys, one booth. Next to the fam. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.